Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and so excited to come to you with another incredible celebration of someone who was just so close to our heart, who has had a phenomenal transformation, who has shown up so real and authentic and coachable. And one thing that I love about what we get to do is that we see people from all sorts of different walks of life, circumstances, you know, states of being, and everyone's journey is absolutely valid and everyone's freedom is there absolutely worthy of that. We know exactly how to get people there. And that's so fun. And it's so fun to see in, you know, our community as a whole, but it's really an incredibly special thing where, you know, someone comes from a really hard place and they get to experience you know, like the light after the darkness and they get to experience the freedom after the captivity and to just see, you know, such an amazing celebration and transformation is a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And I'm so, so excited for you guys to get to know someone who is just absolutely phenomenal and for us to celebrate her story. So I would like to welcome to the show, Miranda. Hello, Hello. so fun to see you here. Oh, welcome, welcome. So I'm super excited to celebrate you today. And Miranda, why don't we just go ahead and get started with, tell us just a little bit about like with your, your struggle with food and otherwise, like sort of where did that start? Tell us a little bit about your origin story and want to really celebrate like who you started out as, as we celebrate who you have become. So tell us how this all started. So I um, grew up um, a little overweight as a child. So I had a neighbor that lived two houses up and she was um, thin and fit and her family was thin and fit and I was not. So I always thought about that, um, you know, from a very young age. And then um, when I was about 12 years old, I started going to Weight Watchers with my mother. So that was my first diet experience um, at 12. And from then on, I just spent um, up until recently, <laughs> um, all of my life on and off diets um, and, and dealing with body image issues and trying to lose weight. And um, it just was never anything that lasted for any amount of time. You know, I was in therapy, I went on diets, I went on pills, I read books, I did everything I could. And I didn't realize um, when I was a younger person that I was a binge eater because I was never diagnosed with it until later in my life. So I say that I've had an eating disorder for about 20 years, but that's because I didn't get diagnosed with it until then. Um, so I think it really started early in my childhood, but I didn't realize what it was until later in my life. So from that point, I started Googling, you know, because at that time I had the internet, uh, you know, to look up binge eating disorder and, um, you know, obsessive eating and find out more about what was going on. And it didn't lead me to much. Um, I, you know, 
didn't get a whole lot of information. A lot of the information was for bulimia and anorexia, but not binge eating disorder. So it took a long time before I found um, some resources that ended up connecting me to your program, actually. Um, and one of those people was Brittany Brown, who is, uh, you know, a very positive, body positive person and deals with um, overeating and binging. And I had taken a course with her. And then I found a couple of books um, about, you know, brain over binge and, and never binge again and, and things from different people that had um, experienced a change in their eating habits, um, just using their brain when all along through therapy and doctors and, you know, other people in my life, family, friends, and well-meaning people had always just told me you need willpower. You need diet. You need a meal plan. You need a nutritionist. You need to heal all your childhood trauma. And then the binging will just melt away, or you need to do this, this, and this, and then the binging will just stop on its own, you know, fix this and fix that, you know, whether it was a relationships issue um, or a childhood trauma. And what I learned in joining Beat the Binge is I don't need to heal any of that. You know, that's all separate from my binging. So I think mm -hmm. that was such a big revelation for me because I spent so many years hating my body and thinking that there was something wrong with me and that I was so ashamed and had so much guilt around it that I never really talked openly about it with anybody because even when I went to therapy, I wasn't talking about my crazy thoughts or what I thought were crazy yes. thoughts, you know, my food obsessive thoughts. Yes, all um, of that happening internally. And Miranda, I just wanted to really celebrate you in having a knowing, like even when you are hearing a message from, you know, so many different sources of like, there's something wrong with you and you're broken and you have to like, you know, go back and, you know, do these hundred things before you can even ever hope for anything else. Like for you to have, have the knowing and the intuition to keep on looking for something that is better than just feeling broken for the rest of your life. And you bring up something so, so important that, I mean, it's wonderful to have the internet and to be able to go and find information because there's some good information out there. But the the other side of the internet is there's also a lot of really bad information out there. And there are so many voices that would say like, you know what? it's because of trauma and you have to go back and heal all of that, or it's because there's something broken about you and you have to like overcome these hundred really difficult, impossible things. So it always feels easier in the moment to just do another binge or to go back into that cycle again than it does to overcome all of this really hard stuff. And to know that that was never the way anyway, like I'm really just so, so proud of you for following that even in even in your darkest hour. So want to really celebrate you there. Miranda, may I ask like for you, like emotionally, what was your journey through all of this? That's a lot of years and it's really hard. Like it is. tell me a little bit about your experience there. I want to honor that piece. Um, I have my whole life. Um, my, my mother would tell me when I was, you know, very, very small child was a perfectionist from the get-go. Um, so that perfectionism in me, um, I, I carried with me my whole life. So, you know, when it comes to those diets and things that I couldn't do perfectly, it just sent me into a spiral that was even worse with my binging. And then I also suffer from major depressive disorder and uh, generalized anxiety disorder. So those two, um, those two things were things that 
you know, my doctors and my therapist told me if you can just get a handle on your anxiety and your depression, your eating disorder will fall by the wayside. And that's not the case. It didn't matter how happy I was. It didn't matter how much weight I lost. Um, that never, that never worked out that way for me. The binging didn't stop. You know, even when I was what I thought I was, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, right now I've gained a lot of weight and I'm 55 pounds heavier than I was three years ago. And to look back on pictures of myself from three years ago and say, wow, I looked beautiful. And I didn't feel that way at the time. I was still in the mindset that I was not good enough. And I, and I wasn't doing everything perfectly. And I was still in the binging cycle because I wasn't perfect. And yeah. so for some reason in my head, I felt like if I couldn't do everything perfectly, then I just end up in the, at night, you know, was my binging time always at night. So before I started the program, um, I spent a solid two months um, binging every night and I was really at my lowest point. I felt like um, I couldn't go on anymore. I had suicidal thoughts. I was absolutely um, depressed completely, you know, hard enough year as it was for everyone um, to deal with COVID. I think that just exacerbated my anxiety and depression to a point where I was just coping by eating and it was a nightly thing. And it got to me, you know, to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. And I didn't think that I could live like that anymore. And I didn't see any way out of it. And so for me, that was life or death. I had to make a decision to do something. Um, and that's where Beat the Binge came in for me. And oh. it was a lifesaver. Um, and I can tell you that it has not been easy. <laughs> Poor Meliana, my coach, listened to me cry a lot. <laughs> and it was, um, and it still is. I'm still not, you know, I'm not perfect. I don't have to be perfect. But I am a totally different person than I was when I started the program because just using the things you know, the practices that you taught us to deal with the binging has also taught me how to deal with my stress and anxiety better. Um, and, you know, the things that you taught me, you know, how to look at the positive things that are going on, the celebrating the good things that has um, really helped my depression. So there's some side effects to this um, beat the binge program that I didn't expect. Yeah. And it's really, really awesome. Because yes, now I, I feel like I have not only met some really wonderful people that I keep in touch with on a daily basis who are helping me still, in, you know, in my struggles with my body image and whatnot, um, but I have this new, I don't know, a, a much better feeling about what's ahead of me and a new life ahead of me where I don't have to feel trapped in this cycle anymore. I don't have to feel ashamed and guilty every morning when I wake up of what I did the night before and it's just a whole different, a whole different world and a whole different perspective. Yes, a and, whole different yeah. world. I love it. Okay, so there are some really beautiful things I want to bring awareness to. First of all, I just want to celebrate with you, Miranda, going from a lifetime of the the tyranny of perfectionism and never being able to feel good. And what I just heard you say so, so organically was like, 
not everything's perfect and it doesn't have to be. Yes. yes. <laughs> like that knowing is so, so important because not everything has to be perfect for you to feel better and for you to be free and for you to not be in a life or death situation. Like that's what that perfectionism and what is echoed by a lot of different just destructive messages is, well, make everything perfect. And then this problem is going to go away. Fix all your depression, anxiety, go and heal all your past trauma. And until you make everything perfect and you can't even hope to get better and to be in a world and a life where it's like, oh, things don't have to be perfect and they can just keep getting better and better and better is such a big, big deal. And I just also really want to celebrate with you, Miranda, that you really stepped into the power of these principles, right? Because it's not just about ending eating disorders. It's about being free from any cage that we're in. And that's anxiety or depression or perfectionism or whatever it is that's coming up for us. Like the same tools that get you free from the eating disorder control in your life are the same ones that get you free from so many others. And not only it being like, of course, if you said like a life-saving thing, now to get to have a life that yeah. is such a new world. I'm just so, so thrilled for you. So I wanted to just celebrate that. That's awesome. Yes, thank you. I know I was talking already on Marco Polo about um, how some things just as ridiculous, all of it sounds so ridiculous to me now because um, I used to really have major anxiety going food shopping at the grocery store. And I would have certain foods that I thought were acceptable and others that were not. So if I was going to buy a pint of ice cream, I would hide it in my carriage under a couple bags of salad so that I thought, you know, people were judging me and thinking, oh, that that girl shouldn't be buying that ice cream. And so I would try to hide it. And I would feel that anxious, like guilt about food. And I'm, I'm learning you know, you're teaching me that there's no morality in food and I'm allowed to have what I want to have whenever I want it. And, you know, not restricting and not putting like a a good and bad, you know, food into good and bad categories really helped me a lot to um, get rid of that anxiety about food shopping, but also realize how ridiculous some of the things I was doing and some of the rules I had, how ridiculous they were. And I never thought about them, you know, those rules that are rolled around in my head until I really started to sit down and look at them, didn't realize how, how ridiculous they were and, and how I was trying to live by rules that were just absurd, absurd yes, rules. see that absurdity now and for you yeah. to make the rules for your own life and decide what serves you is such a powerful thing. And I'm just so thrilled for you that you get to like live in that. And I want to also like, bust a myth right here, because this is something that a lot of people think that really keeps them stuck is that if I didn't keep myself in check with all of this willpower and these rules and all of this morality about what is right and what is wrong, is this idea of like, if I'm this out of control, binging every single night, even with all of these rules, just imagine what a monster I would be if I didn't have all these rules. And the reality is is that when you are free, when you are truly free, like free, like wild free, like you <laughs> make the rules for your own life, you are not under the, the rule, the tyranny, the perfectionism, like all of the things that just oppress us so strongly, you are healthier and happier and 
make better choices than ever before. And that's such an important thing to understand. And I'm so just overjoyed that you're getting, you're getting to live that. So in fact, um, I know that we're just, there's so many fun things to talk about here, but in thinking of your journey and what it was like to really be in, in an eating disorder, Miranda, I mean, whether it was hiding things in your grocery cart or just, you know, how, how anxious you felt, like anything else that you want to share about what it's like to live with such, with such a burden and how difficult it is. Um, it's very lonely. You know, I didn't understand. I would, I talked about it very little with friends or family and the people that I did talk about it with, some of them didn't understand really what I was going through. So I never felt like, um, anyone really got it. And even, um, when I went to therapy or my doctor, I didn't feel like they really understood where I was coming from either. And it was this whole idea that, you know, willpower, willpower is going to get you through it. And when willpower wasn't working for me, it just made me feel worse and worse. And so I felt very alone because I would be conscious of what I was doing to myself and eating, overeating at night and my binges and how I would feel the next morning when I woke up. And for some reason, I just couldn't get out of that cycle. And it, it was like, nobody really understands. Nobody else is doing this. What is wrong with me? why am I like this? Oh, you know, why can't I stop? And then in joining beat the binge, I met all of these women who are going through exactly the same thing, having the same anxiety and the same doom and gloom. You know, if I don't do this, life is going to end or, you know, and, and it's just amazing what, how much I, how much different I feel now, less lonely, and, and isolated because I have a community of people who are going through the same thing that I'm going through. We can talk about our feelings and talk about the crazy thoughts that we have. And it's not so crazy anymore. You know, when you have uh, other people who are like, yeah, I've been there. I understand you. Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like a, a burden or a weight has been lifted because I'm not alone anymore and I'm not suffering, yeah. you know, by myself. Thank you so much for sharing that. And one thing I want to speak into is community is so, so important and not just for the wonderful things of like not being lonely. Like that's totally important. Like that's, that's a good thing, but the people that we are around influence so much how we feel about ourselves, our view on life, what we think is possible and having a community of people who get it because they're struggling with the same thing, but everyone has been struggling with the same thing for the last 20 years. Like and then it's just worse and worse and you never see anyone getting better. Like in a community like that, people tend to get worse and worse because they, you can't be what you can't see. Like they have no examples of anyone getting free. And then you just, it reinforces like, well, I never will. Cause look at all of these great people and they haven't made any progress for so yeah. long. And so to be in a community where not only do people get it and they understand you and they care about you, but that the issue is past tense where they're like, I know how that feels. That's how I used to experience life. And you get to just see people getting free and more and more free and overcoming the thing that was an issue for them two weeks ago. Now it's their strength. And now it's like a total non-issue. And now they get to move on to the next thing. And to see people in that forward motion, that progress is such a hugely important thing. So I love yeah. how you guys so important. Yeah. And also part of sharing with other people, um, I sort of was nervous to do this interview because 
I still have this imposter syndrome going on where I'm not sure if this is like really going to, is this me now? You know, am I a former binge eater? Do I not do it anymore? Is it good for life? Am I all right? You know, and I still question like, you know, because sometimes like you say, wobbly moments happen and I've had some overeating incidents that I was not, you know, particularly happy with, but I learned from that. And I realized, you know, people who are normal eaters overeat sometimes, maybe on your birthday or Thanksgiving or movie night, you know, you snack and that's natural and there's nothing wrong with it. So why am I beating myself up? Because I ate a whole bag of microwave popcorn. It's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. And I think of like what, like how it's changed what you're beating yourself up about, right? Like you would yeah. like binging every <laughs> single night to like, oh no, I overeat every once in a while. Like it's right. also so fun to see that progress, right? And I love how you're bringing that up because identity is a big piece of it, right? Like that's why people love, you know, staying in our community and moving forward because it's like you get free and you are out of crisis, but then you start building a new identity. You start really building trust and like, oh, this is, this is who I am. And I did this. Yeah. And Miranda, you showed up and show up, but like, I'm thinking of your incredible journey. So coachable, so real and owning, being able to be like, I did this. It wasn't like some crazy coincidence of just like, oh, yeah. I just like, it was some weird fluke where I just stopped binging. It was like, I did this and I did this and I was coachable and I showed up and I refined my practice and to be able to point back to, I know how this happened and I can keep doing that and I can keep on getting stronger in that. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. So I love it. Anything else about just the, the reality, the um, true nature of having an eating disorder that you want to share that's on your heart right now? I think that having an eating disorder kept me from doing a lot of things that I enjoy, um, you know, social engagements um, and going out to eat uh, because I wasn't happy with the way I looked or how I felt in my body. Um, and that made me cancel plans a lot of the time and, and not do things that I, I would want would have wanted to be there for. So now I have uh, you know, I'm still struggling with my body image and still working on that every day, but I have a much better sense of pride in myself because I did come this far and I can look back on where I was, um, at the beginning of beat the binge. And I'm like, I feel like I'm two different people, you yeah. know? Yeah. And just such a fun, fun thing to celebrate and to be able to like, there's just the feeling of you know, being two different people just shows how far you've come of like, life is just so different. And what I'm really thrilled for you and what you've discovered and get to keep on enjoying Miranda is there is a period of time. And some people do this for their entire lives is they try to fix everything on the outside to be okay inside. Yeah. I'm going to fix my weight on the outside. I'm going to try to change my life. I'm going to try to sort through everything. I'm going to try to control everything <laughs> in my life. I'm going to try to use all this willpower and it's, it's a losing game. Like it, it gets more discouraging every single time that you work so hard to get a glimpse or a moment of the thing that you wanted and you still feel really bad and you still don't have peace or freedom inside. And it's such a detriment every time. And then yeah. for, for hopefully more and more of us, we have this, this journey like you have and are having where we get to realize, oh, the changes from the inside out of 
I can have that peace and that freedom internally. And then it matters less and less what's happening externally because you are your own anchor. You are your own strength. You are the person that you can trust. And it's just such a beautiful thing. So in fact, let's talk about that. Let's talk about being out of crisis. Let's talk about freedom. Let's talk about feeling like a totally different person. How do you feel like a totally different person than you were at the beginning of the journey? Well, number one is I don't binge anymore. Um, So yay. I never thought that it was ever going to end. I really thought that was just how my life was going to be forever. It was very discouraging. I was terrified. I thought I was going to end up 600 pounds and dying of weight related issues um, before I turned 50. And that's where I saw my life heading. So now I feel like I you know, know how to manage my stress and my anxiety a lot better. I am calmer and happier. I am here talking to you on zoom, which a few weeks ago, I would not have signed up for, (laughs) you know, because I just am so, um, I'm not a sharer. I'm not, I'm very self-conscious. I'm not somebody that's really, um, outgoing and would talk about this stuff out, outwardly and openly before. And I just feel really proud of myself and the things that I've done to change the situation that I was in. And, you know, like I said, it's been a struggle, but um, I'm here on the other side of this eating disorder and I'm feeling really good about things and really looking forward to what's coming ahead, you know? Yes. Yes. I'm really <laughs> celebrating with you. And again, just the way that you have shown up has gotten you that result, Miranda, like you have been so real and coachable and open and what beautiful ways to have transformation, right? To like, be like, wow, things are so much better. And I can look forward to life. How different is that than it used to be? Yeah. It's not waking up every morning, feeling shame and guilt and, and wanting to hide, you know, it's, I, I wake up, you know, feeling good and ready to go about my day and not stressing out over food. Yeah. You know, yes. I have some more space in my head for other things now. Yeah. And I just want to acknowledge that Miranda, you've gone from waking up with shame and guilt and wanting to hide to literally being here, cruising dollars. <laughs> like now you are like an inspiration to others and have come so far that you're excited to share your story. Like that is a major transformation. What a beautiful like symbol and a knowing to yourself of just how far you have come. And now you get to like look forward to life and like, yes, yes, yes. yes. What else are you loving in your freedom in what you're getting to experience of what's new for you? Um, I don't feel shame if I go out to eat with my friends anymore. I don't feel self-conscious at the grocery store. I don't spend my nights hiding in my house by myself, shoveling food in my face. Um, you know, I'm saving money because I'm not buying food to binge on. I don't have to take the trash out as often. Um, you know, a whole lot of things are changed, (laughs) big and little things, you know, so much has changed. Yeah. They're both so fun, right? The big and the little things have just like, so funny. We've seen so many like members of our community. They're like, wow, I have all this extra money. Like, <laughs> like yeah. not going to the binging. Like we've got people like, they're like, this is my freedom person. These are my freedom shoes. They're just like, now they just have more, right? And then yeah. I mean, just thinking of like, you know, that, I mean, conservatively, 
the forty to sixty thousand dollars that you would have spent on just dieting for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. Oh, being able to just enjoy your freedom and your health and not the like hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars on medical bills from like another, you know, however long of binging. Like, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I was looking into that. lap band surgery and that sort of thing, you know, and that wouldn't have helped me because it wouldn't have cured my binging. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So thrilled for you. So thrilled <laughs> for you. Anything else on your mind, big or little, that you would love to celebrate? Um, I don't know. I think I'm good. I feel really good. I'm so glad I'm (laughs) celebrating you in the feeling good as well. And just such a cool thing. And let me just ask you just a fun little, a fun little consideration. Like, so you were binging every single night for months. Yes. If you remember, what would you say is like the very first element of freedom? Like what you were able to see yourself do that you couldn't before or feel that you couldn't before like how early would you say that came up on your journey when you started beat the binge? Um, if you're recalling right now, I know so much has changed, but yeah, so much has changed. Um, it took a few weeks, I think to really set in because at first I didn't believe that any of it was going to work. I thought this is ridiculous. Um, this is too easy. Uh, this is not ever going to happen for me. Um, you know, just some of the principles, you know, I just thought, am I really going to talk to myself and that's going to fix me or, you know, how is this going to work? And it took a few weeks before I realized like, okay, something has changed because now I've just gone three days without binging, or I've just gone a week without binging. Okay. I've only had one binge since two weeks ago, you know, and slowly I started realizing, all right, maybe it is happening. Maybe it is working. (laughs) Maybe I am doing it. And all of a sudden it had been a month without a binge. And I was like, okay, give myself some credit here because something is, something has changed in me and this practice is working. Um, And then I just, it made me even more encouraged to continue, you know, even though it was really hard, like I said, Um, and I had a lot of struggles and I still am, but a world of difference anyways. World of difference. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your journey in that because Miranda, I know that like, just the first phase of, I mean, somebody can be like, this is too easy. So I'm not going to do it. Or somebody could say, this is too easy, but I'm going to do it. Even though I don't believe it's going to happen, I'm still going to do it. And you were one who showed up and like did the practice and like the beautiful thing. And I want you guys to understand anyone within the sound of our voice is that it is not about willpower. Yeah. It's not about willpower. And it's not about, I believe this is going to work. Cause if it was, I believe that it's going to work, then all the things that you really believed were going to work would have worked. Right? right. So it's about doing what works in action with what actually works. And I love that Miranda shared her journey there because what we're doing and illustrates so well is what is actually going to get you free is you create the environment where your brain has no option, but to change and get free. And you create that environment over and over, and then you get to enjoy the, oh, oh, it's been a week. It's been a month. Like you get to see it happening. You create the environment for freedom and then it happens organically on its own, but it's a predictable process where you know what you did. And so it's that beautiful trust that is built. And it's just such a, such a beautiful thing. And I'm so excited for you, Miranda, to like get to live the rest of your life with 
the truth and freedom and getting to see things get better and better because being out of crisis is awesome. And then being in the identity of like, oh, like that was, you know, just so the past me, like, I don't even relate to that anymore. And then being able to have an identity of freedom and being able to get to decide what you want to do for your life. Now that you're free from waking up every morning from shame and guilt, like it's a much better life. And I'm so thrilled that you get to live it. Thank you. (laughs) All right. All right. I received that. I'm so excited for you. Um, I just love who you are in our community and anything else on your mind for today that you would want to share with somebody that is maybe listening, that is in that place of darkness, like you were, what would you, what would you say to them? I would say dive in to beat the binge because I was in a really low place. Um, I didn't think anything was ever going to change for me. And this program changed things completely. Um, So I really cannot recommend it enough. And thank you enough, you and the coaches and all the women that I was in the group with. um, It's just awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And as scared as I was to spend the money and to join in and the first time I had to post in the Marco Polo group and all of that was so intimidating. And then I just did it, you know, and despite my anxiety and my, I don't know, feeling self-conscious about how I looked or how I sounded, I just did it anyways. And it's really, really changed my life. So I can't say enough good things. <laughs> and thank you for being such an inspiration, giving so many people hope, Miranda. It's such an awesome thing. And I think you bring up something so great of like, however you feel and how you feel is valid, how anyone feels is totally valid. But what it really comes down to is you're either going to do it or you're not. You're either going to do what gets you free or you're not, and you're going to stay stuck. It really is as simple as that. And that decision is such an important piece. And I'm so celebrating you and so proud of you in making that decision, despite any fear, despite any doubt, you made a decision. You made a decision that you are more committed to your freedom than your comfort. You made a decision that you are more committed to your life and living than you were your old patterns. Like these are big, brave, wonderful things. And so proud of you in that. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I wish someone had told me sooner. You know, like, hey, this is Lydia. She's going to help you out here. Trust her, believe in her, go for it. I wish someone had told me sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for being that person that is telling people sooner. Yeah. Thank you for being the voice and the story and inspiration where somebody gets more years of their life back because of you. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So proud of you in that. Love it. Thank you. Oh, oh, it's been so fun. Thank you for sharing your story. We love you. We are celebrating you. And you guys, this is Lydia, the lifestyle coach and Miranda celebrating and signing off. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. That's LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. 
where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!